Welcome to Radio Grognar, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi folks, old man Grognard here, hope you're all doing well, it's a nice day. Well, I got a note here, go talk about levels, and we'll talk about that after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes I write like one word or two word notes on a post-it and leave it there on my desk if I'm not going to record that night or day or whatever, just to remind me what I wanted to talk about. Maybe want to, uh, you know, think about it a little more, develop it a little more, something like that. And sometimes I write it, I go, what the heck? I wrote levels. And... I started thinking about it and how characters level up in a, a class of level game like D&D. Well, I thought about it and decided, well, there's a lot of controversy on, on how you do this. Whether you're an OSR player or a you know current edition player. A lot of times, let's go back to the OSR for a minute. You usually get one XP per one gold you get. You The treasure, XP for treasure. That changed in later editions. Then it turned into XP for, for monster killing, which I'm all for. You know, I, But I always like the XP for treasure, so maybe we should balance that out a bit. But in later editions, it's more like, well, you level up when you, you know, there's milestone leveling. Where so many games, you figure the characters are experienced enough. Okay, you're the next level. Fine. I can hang that. I can hang with that. I can hang with that if the game system only has one experience uh, chart for all the classes. If they have separate ones, I'm going to hand out experience and let it do it that way. So that's how, how I'm doing it. As far as like, what do you get? What do you get it for? Okay. I think you get, I think you should get uh, XP4. Treasure for monster killing for good role playing. And this is doled out by the GM on an ad hoc basis. In other words, if you think they deserve it. Now that seems rather arbitrary. And there are things like there are, you know, there's a lot of monsters with their XP value listed. And I would follow that. There's nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean I have to give them the whole thing, depending on what they did. If they just tricked the monster, they'll get like three quarters or something like that. You know, and, and so, you know, to me, it's like up to the GM's discretion. And nine times out of ten, I don't mind following whatever it says down there. But you got to pay attention. You got to pay attention as a GM what the characters are doing, what the players are doing. So, you know, that way it's arbitrated too for, for treasure and for monster killing. So also for good role playing. I don't mind giving people... You know, before the current edition where there was inspiration points, you know, you just gave extra XP at the end, which is fine by me. 
I don't see why people can't do that now. In fact, I still do it, even if I, you know, even if I, whatever game I'm running, I'll give them, I'll give somebody a boost if they had a really good role playing experience or they really entertained the group or something like that. You know, that's the kind of thing you 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 reserve the right to hand those out as a GM. And as far as leveling up itself goes, well, there are some. Okay, let, let me backtrack for a minute about the gold XP for gold. There's a lot of GMs out there who say, I don't give them the XP until they spend the gold. Well, I'm not really on board with that because I feel like, hey, they got it. They earned it. They go up in level. There is nothing wrong with that to me. They don't have to spend it. I mean, because some characters want to save up for stuff. You know, oh, I'm going to save up for to, to buy, a, buy a tavern and, you know, be a tavern owner, or I want to establish my homestead and start a family and, I don't know, be a hog farmer or something, you know, whatever you do, and maybe go out adventuring once in a while. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, people try and save in the real world all the time. They don't always succeed, but they do try and save. So I'm not going to penalize the characters for that. You got that horde from the dragon, you get the XP for that horde, or at least a a portion of it, everybody, you got to divide it up, you know, evenly. That's the thing about, about gold for XP, or rather XP for gold. You really got to watch it because there was one time I was playing, I think it was a solo with Gage. It was one player and he got so much treasure, he could have gone up three levels. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then add the monster XP on top of that. Oh my goodness. So you got to like, remember, you know, I, because it was one person. Yeah, they'll do that. If you got a party of five characters, you're going to divide it five ways. And don't forget, in some games, characters get like a 5 or 10% boost to their XP because of high stats or something like that. So you got to take that into consideration. I find calculating XP used to be a chore. I mean, a real chore, because I'm not really mathematically minded. But I could, I, it is not a chore anymore because I could break it down into how many, okay, this character is first level. How much does it take to get to second level? I used to try and get, like, make enough XP. First of all, I total up the XP for the treasure of the monsters. Okay, fine. It's a little short, but I'm going to give it to him anyway. I'm going to divide up into five. Now, if, if you have enough XP there that you can divide it up into, you know, a bigger chunks, uh, what I did was, okay, each character, how much would it take to get them halfway to the next level? And that's the XP I gave them, if I had enough XP to hand around. I mean, I'm not above bumping something a couple of, you know, a few XP because they did a good job or something like that. But, you know, it's like I said, a GM discretion. And I don't think I'm a, I don't think I'm a soft GM because I'm, you know, I'm trying to, you know, give them a fair shake. At the same time, I'm not going to let them take advantage of me. But anyway, as I was saying, leveling up itself. Now, like I said, some people say you got to spend it. And all right, we already had that discussion. So what I mean is some, the, the GMs make you, some GMs make you trade, which is okay. I mean, if you have the, the mains to do so. And some are pretty hard line on that. I know my friend Matt is pretty hardline on that. You know, 
you don't level up. You may have the XP, but you don't level up until you go and train. And sometimes, I think he said, one one week per level or something like that. You know, if you're a five, fifth level trying to get to six, that's, that's six weeks right there out of game. Now, as a GM, I could adjust that. I could just bump the game up six weeks. Because as far as... My campaign time doesn't is isn't as important to me. It's movie time. It's you know cut to the chase time. It's it's okay. Six weeks later, boom, you're set. You're six level. Okay, fine, whatever. You know, like I said, time isn't hard and fast on mine. It is on on uh, Matt's, but not on mine. Just because I'd rather tell the story than calculate. Uh, how many hours it takes to get to a dungeon or what day of the week it is. Because I can, I can, I can ballpark all that. No problem. But like I said, some of them are pretty hard line. I'm not. The reason I'm not is, yes, you can level up if you're in the middle of a dungeon. Once again, to me, it's movie time. Because, you know, the course of an hour and a half, two hour movie, uh, character arcs are, you know, they learn something. They usually are, are a different, per- not a different person, but a different personality at the end. They learn things. They grow. Okay. Yes, it is movie time and they can skip like, you know, weeks, months, years, stuff like that. I don't care. I just want them to get the experience and and it'd be nice if the characters reflected that, but the players aren't always going to do that. But, you know, they get better at something. They can train while they're in the dungeon, hell. Uh, they can train while they're in the forest. I mean, you know, you see, I see those scenes in like uh, uh, Lord of the Rings where where they're, they're during the first quest, they're training with Boromir and, and, uh, and uh, Legolas and, the, you know, the, all the others. You know, the, the hobbits are learning learning how to deal with things. So, yeah, they can happen. It's an ad hoc thing, but they can re- learn something. Now, what would be interesting is if you gave them a partial level. If you didn't want to do that, gave them like, okay, uh, what do you get in your next level? Okay, you get this, this, and this. Well, you get this for right now. You'll get a plus on your damage or something or some kind of fancy move or whatever it is on your class. Okay, you get that right now. You get the rest when you formally train. And you get in a place where you can train, whether it's in the forest or in the town or wherever. So to me, that's kind of fair. Partial levels are okay. And I can make the time. I can do the, the role-playing thing once they get out of the current situation they're in. So that's the way I kind of like to do levels. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I would thank you. For other for single donations, go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Suarez, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate it. For other good podcasters, Dan Griggs, the Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton, the Bandit's Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Kegar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. 
got questions, you got comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs> <laughs>